Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 92, Episode 5 of Dead Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially, off the top, hey, fuck Coke Industries oh, fuck and you. fuck Fox News. Uh, do people, people don't know why we do that. They tried to advertise on that's, we just gotta let it's let really you because know. they didn't pay for the advertising that's why we're upset no other reason do we have beef with the coke in coke brothers right. or their industry or fox News. otherwise i'm standing clear we can be bought uh it's friday july 26 2019 my name is jack o'brien aka do or do not there is no brian mm-hmm. uh that is courtesy of hannah soltis and i'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host Mr. Miles Gray! Do you like to eat gelato? Or visit Florence, Italy? If you want lots of hot takes About the trip that I took I'm the Miles that you wait for Come with me, Mr. Gray! Yeah. Also, from Hannah Soltis with the Exacta of AKAs today. Shout out to you, boom, Hannah. Boom, boom. Uh, On true, the summer solstice. True goddess. No uh, not the original uh, AKA goddess, uh, but up there, Hannah. So shout out to you. Uh, anytime you <laughs> cross that terrible song with me being able to talk about Italy, which is a great place to go to. That's a great song, win. actually. Now I now realize. We're, let's bring our guest in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You know, every time I mention Italy, there's, there's a magic in the air that comes. It's... Uh, Hard to describe. That song didn't feel Italian enough for me. I was telling needs needs some accordions and uh, so mm-hmm. saying my mummy. If you like to like drink Aperol spritz, that's um, what is the Italian, I think. Version. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Allison Stevenson. Hello. Hey, and you were saying that that song. Uh, that Miles was singing. Uh, that very good song. That very by the way. great song. I mean, not that you know what I'm saying. It's from like you know, it's that era where it's like, yeah, Miles, cool. You did a lot song. of cocaine and you made a song <laughs> that's catchy. But like, any song where a man says "making love" unironically, uh, I'm I'm there. Yeah, I'm it's there a winner for, it. for sure. Uh, but you were saying that that song has a plot. Yeah, it's like uh, a couple, a married, I think they're married, they're about to cheat on each other, so they each put out personal ads and then answer each other's personal ads. How do they get oh, that right. much exposition? In <laughs> well, no, because Great songwriting, the, that's right. how. The chorus is the ad. Yeah. Is if you like peen, like that's the whole deal. Oh. And then they answer wow. it and uh, make love at midnight, I'm assuming. And oh. then the next part he goes, I didn't think about my lady. I know that sounds kind of mean, but me and my old lady had fallen into some the same old dull routine. <laughs> oh, man. So I wrote to the paper, took out a personal ad, and though my, I'm nobody's poet, I thought it wasn't half bad. Yes, I like pina coladas. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, was what was Rupert Holmes' private life like? I like a I like a dude who talks about making love, but also calls his wife my old lady. My old lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like a very English thing. Is it? Well, based on the character from Wayne's World too, who is that roadie? Yes. Uh, that they had to find, he kept saying. And Which is what all of your knowledge of British people is based on. It's based off Wayne's World 2. All my knowledge character. of Italy is based on actually going there. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Wait, you went to Italy? I didn't realize that. Anyways, Allison, we're going to get to know you a okay. little bit better. But I was first, in Tuscany for eight days. We're going to take our listeners through a magical what place we're talking about today. Where the sun has a different quality, like as if the caramel light is kissing your skin. As you can tell, that's mostly what we're going to be talking about today. But uh, we're also going to talk about the takes on the takes on Mueller. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what was going on while we were mullering it up. Uh, the new Secretary of Defense being Raytheon. Just is Raytheon yeah. at this point. Yeah. yeah, they just brought Raytheon in. Uh, the AV Department at Turning Point, Student Action Summit, uh, doing doing a bang-up job. And uh, Miles has written here, God damn you, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And that's your official opinion. That's me just about shaking Beyonce. my fist at the heavens. I mean, I, she is pull, She just pulled the like marketing move of the fucking century yeah, constantly, I and know. I can't. I I can't believe how we w- constantly walk into these traps. I it's, feel like almost every time I'm here, some we end up talking about Beyonce. At what some was point. last was last time homecoming? Last time, maybe yes, it was homecoming. Yeah. Last time. there's always something to talk about. Well, with damn, Beyonce. you then maybe there's something yeah. with you actually <laughs> yeah. coming into orbit. Yeah, yeah. You just bring I'll, I'll, Beyonce I'll into that. the zeitgeist yeah, with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. The Beyonce of podcast guesting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein possibly like trying to kill himself or uh, possibly being murdered. Just reminding us all why we need to protect this man as if we didn't want him dead. Uh, we're going to talk about Sylvester Stallone and Casey Affleck. Some upcoming... Coming attractions uh, that have... Hey, guys, he's a pretty good guy. Yes, exactly. Uh, but first, Allison, we like to ask our guests, what's something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Um, <laughs> uh, I I don't know, man. Uh, I've been having a lot of boring searches lately, mm. but I will just say my most recent was I wanted to know everything about Mandy Patinkin okay. last night Yeah, because I've been watching Criminal Minds nonstop oh, for the first man. time ever. Wow. I'm like just getting into it now, like 12 years later or whatever, because it's all on Netflix. And I wanted to find out why he left the show. Why Turns did out, he? He just was like, I don't like how violent this is, and it upset him, so he left. Really? Yeah. He was like, oh, this show about serial killers, like he just didn't know that it was going to be all violent and with dead women all the time. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, that that's sounds what you like... should expect. Sounds like the sort of decision you get to make after you've ke- collected a couple years worth of paychecks yeah. from that from that job. You get I to mean, have yeah. morals about it. Um, did she, you wait? Wasn't he also in uh, what's the Princess Bride? Princess Bride. No, no, which no. I did Homecoming? not know. Home, the, no, not the Homecoming. Showtime one. The home uh, Homeland. 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 Yes. Homeland. That's uh, when I, I think that's when I was so like, oh, yeah, what else has he been in? That yeah. sort of when I realized He's a big musical Saul, theater star, too. Yeah, yeah when I, I realized no Saul was the dude from Princess Bride, that was one of those mind-blowing moments. Um, yeah, he's a talented dude and apparently very good in musical theater. Uh, a wholesome man, I, I take it. Yeah? I just got wholesome vibes off of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he hates how violent Criminal Minds is. Does he normally have a beard? I, I don't think so. On, uh, oh, really? On Criminal Minds? I don't know. I saw a picture of him recently that I think did have facial hair, and he's aging very well, too. How old is he? I think he's like 66 or something. Oh, Mandy. <laughs> Good for you. Mandy. Oh, Mandy. I can't find a picture him. of him without a beard, so it does seem like that is his general 
move. He kind of looks like Eugene Levy with a beard. Uh, bad call. On oh, in a way, uh, yeah. yeah. They have like the same sort of smiling eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Can't hide those smiling eyes. Smiling eyes. Uh, Allison, what is something you think is overrated? Okay, this is based off of uh, just being obsessed with nice sheets lately. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, what is the purpose of flat sheets? They're flat fucking sheets. stupid, right? Like we the talk flat, about, yeah. What is, I, no one needs those. Strike it. I literally just have them sitting in my closet, and I never, like, it's just a waste of fabric. So not the ones that fit over the mattress. And not the, like, the fitted t- sheet. No. The right. fitted yeah. that goes on the mattress, but just, like, that extra pointless. Well, I think it's just to, like, keep your, whatever your comforter from being less inundated with your body trash and sweat or whatever you know right. what I mean so then you have to wash your comforter constantly or the cover to it but I, I I'm the same I just wash my belief. duvet I just get yeah. I got a duvet so or whatever I don't need the flat be. sheet sure I got That's, a duvet I'm feeling it because I move so much when I sleep like I, the shit will end up at the bottom of the bed like yeah. it's completely shifted I don't like it I don't like it either go to the hotel room I rip it right out yeah if I'm ever in a hotel room yeah, yeah, yeah. And they it's tuck a hotel it under thing. and it restricts your movement, you know? Yeah. It's starting to sound like a sign felt. I use it to cover my chest following. Uh, uh, just raucous yeah. sex. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just, As you smoke you know, a cigarette. To cover up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> After. Oh, to be a little more decent. Yeah, right. what, where yeah. would the film industry be? Where would those Without sex scenes the be? <laughs> Not yeah. just realistic, where yeah. you're like. Okay, should we go to the bathroom or? Okay, <laughs> what do I do? Well, women are usually wearing bras anyway, yeah, so it's right. like, <laughs> yeah. Who needs that? Where's that realistic post-coitus scene? Right. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Go we can go pee. into that. Yeah. Yeah. Pee. Pee. yeah. Hey, it's not even you, in porn. Hey, can you turn the faucet on a little bit so it'll help me pee? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. I need to hear the splash sound. That's right. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Um, I'm going to go with, uh, camel toe. Okay. Go yeah. on. Yeah. What do you I, mean? How it's, you think it's got a bad rap? Yeah. I think people see it as like an ugly thing, but it's like, first it's inevitable. Right. For right. For a lot of people, including myself rocking it right now. But you can't see, uh, <laughs> because it's a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but just, uh, no, just trust. Yeah. But if you guys join our Patreon. <laughs> that's right you get the, yeah. you that's get a the photo we get cam. of every guest actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'll just have an the entire camel moose knuckles camel toes it's all here yeah. for you <laughs> right that's the male version yeah. right the moose yes. knuckles mm-hmm. yeah 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 I, okay then I'll add moose knuckles too okay. no nah, I think camel no, no, toe no, no. yeah don't yeah, I, take I think it of back. like my old like science teacher <laughs> who like before yeah. we had anatomy class we're like right. what's going on with Mr. Harrison now, because moose knuckles just look uncomfortable yeah, yes. it looks like it looks you're. Looks like you're in pain. Yeah, it looks like you're trying to mush a bunch of clay with fishing <laughs> wire or something. <laughs> uh, does <laughs> does the thing that John Hamm had going that one time count as a moose knuckle, or is that just like if it's a it's like a whole do? dick knuckle? If right, yeah. dick knuckle. <laughs> it was just yeah. like the whole outline. Yeah, that of yeah. His or entire... like uh, the cover of the Sticky Fingers album. The like where you can oh, kind of yeah, see no, the dick, it's it's got to like, be full, it's got to be like violently tossed right. aside at the I feel scene. Like you need, <laughs> I feel like you need khakis or like gym shorts on to fully pull off yep. the moose knuckle because yeah. jeans don't give you enough like fabrics too thick. Yeah, mm-hmm, fabrics mm-hmm. too thick to really like be bunching in the yeah. way that a, a moose knuckle moose knuckle. I like requires. a moose nickel too. <laughs> <laughs> what is 
is it myth time? It's myth time, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what time That's it is. I'm it's myth people time, from now, <laughs> from now on. Buckle uh, up. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I already talked about camel toe, so I think I'm just going to go right into it. You know, here's a myth is that people think I have a big ass, but I don't. I'm just fat. People think you have a big ass? Like, yeah. people text you like, Like you creeps on ass. the internet and stuff, like, show more pictures of your fat butt or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, I don't have a fat butt. Like, I literally just have a-, a proportional I'm just, butt? I'm just wide because I'm fat. So it's like the illusion of mm. a big butt. Oh, so they think it's, it's they want they want you to look back at it. They, they say- assume. Right. right. Can, you, can you balance bottles on it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But realistically, it's actually pretty flat. Like, if you just look at it, you know. I'm glad we busted that myth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, All I would love not... to have a bigger butt, but it's just not the case. It's just not true. Yeah, butts are different. You all know butts what I mean? are different. All butts yeah. are different, but they all have the same value. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, you Meanwhile, still poop people out of it. think I don't have a big butt because we always take our pictures fa- with yeah. me facing forward. But... but you should see, man, if you go on Jackson, How? if you actually have the privilege also of on the Patreon. him yeah. allowing yeah. you to follow him on IG... <laughs> Well, yeah. Yo, his stories, the way he'd be seltering in those photos. Uh, his back arch. I, I'm going to yeah. give you that. You know how to arch the that. back arch. Back. I mean. It helps a lot. ATV. But it's all illusions. It's all a lie. Yes, my big ass is a lie. Uh, but <laughs> it's, my big ass is a lie. But it's a beautiful lie. A beautiful uh, lie. All right. Jack, let's... you know what you should do? Just because Zygang's so good with Photoshop, we should do a oh, side angle happen. photo and let people have at it. Mm. All of these jokes are aimed at just getting dope people, uh, photoshops of yeah. me being tatted up and having a big old ass. And, yeah. Um, now your avatar is going to be your man. big butt. <laughs> the perfect man. Tattoos and a big butt. Oh, oh, you know what? We can add that to underrated is... You know, we have a lot of appreciation for female butts. Right. Not a lot of people talking yeah. about how hot a, like Not for a the bubbly dude butt can be. Bubbly. <laughs> you see that big old butt A big cracked. old dude butt can be pretty hot. Yeah. Now, how big were you talking? Like Jon Snow had a nice like. Yeah, that was yeah. a good. He had like a. That was good. He had like a nice little man's butt, but not like where you go, Doyle, oh, he had a. Fuck, he had cakes on him. <laughs> you said, but not like do yo yo Which is what I'm looking for. You know, Jack O'Brien. Uh, yeah. It, I don't think I know what a good dude butt is other than when I saw Jon Snow's butt and I was like, whoa, that's, yeah. good. that's a good dude butt. You know when you but see That was it. one of the first times that I'd ever looked at a butt and been like, uh, there's a good man's butt. You don't watch yeah. the NFL? Uh, I do watch the NFL. Some dudes with the yeeks in the NFL, yeah. too. You know what I, mean? I should yeah, watch true. the NFL. Yeah, they're wearing tight you... pants, you know what I mean? Yeah, but they're yeah. like super compressed. I feel like they all all butts look the same in NFL. Oh, you're not looking hard enough. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. Um, See some dumpers on there. <laughs> some big old dumpers, <laughs> which is how you describe butts that yeah. you find attractive. Oh, man, look at oh, that, man, look look that, that dumper. dumper. As in a thing that poops. Uh, that's, that's what you like to remind uh, yourself of when talking that's about how hot a butt is. Point of attraction. Yes. <laughs> oh man, look at that dumper. Uh, Should I leave now? Or yeah, done? I think we're done. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, we're having to pivot. This shows up the daily dumper. <laughs> daily dumper. Uh, let's talk about talk about Mueller. Talk about talk about Mueller. Mm-hmm. Uh, because people's responses to the Mueller hearing, granted, like we talked about yesterday, uh, excruciating television, uh, but 
the New York Times take was like, well, that sucked. We're going to like we're going to suggest Democrats can't talk about uh, Russia interference in the 2016 election anymore. Okay. Like that was the take from the Daily, the New York Times. Well, podcast. that's because everybody treats this shit like Game of Thrones, and the journalists are fucking fans all of a sudden. Right. Like, well, that wasn't how I wanted that shit to end. Mm, right. Rather than being like. Hold on, this is not fucking entertainment or where you thought some narrative plot point was going to be achieved in this. Mm -hmm. It's like about, why don't you go off what was said and then run the news like that rather than buying into this idea of like, well, the sexiness wasn't there. Right. Like the (laughs) optics were not good. No dumpers. I get it. Yeah. No dumpers at all. And yeah, truth be told, this shit wasn't. Did not give the sound bites or whatever that Mm -hmm. maybe you wanted where you could convince people who might have been on the fence. But. I mean, realistically, when you're looking at everything he said, he's like being like, yeah, man, we got problems. Russia's still fucking around. This right. guy lied. Uh, you should do what the fuck you're supposed to do. Okay, I got to go. Yeah. My Werther's. It's time That's, for a Werther's break. <laughs> that was their takeaway was that, yeah, that, that it just, I don't know. It's like the coverage of the coverage is just like too, I don't know. We, we don't need to be meta about this shit. Just like cover the report itself. Don't be like, well, how's this going to play with right. like people? No, no, no. What happened? Right. What did this guy say about the fucking president of the United States and his actions? And they're also in a way like letting Trump lead because everything to him is just like TV. Like he's yes. just yeah. TV critic. Basically. Well, you even heard it on like uh, MSNBC, all the networks. Like a lot of people were like, yeah, I mean, Robert Mueller looked like he lost a step. Right. And it's like, what? Are That's you, what the New York Times did. Why are you focusing on that rather than the fact that even despite all the weird grandstanding a lot of the GOP did and screaming, they were never able to actually, you know, get him to go back on anything, any of the evidence that's presented in the report. Mm. Yeah. Like, there's no being like, yeah, hello, this is everything is true in here. Okay. Yeah. But you just want to be like, I mean, it's not the, it's not the sexy Robert Mueller we were all beaten off to years prior that we <laughs> right. thought was going to go and do a strip show. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, The Intercept is uh, Greenwald's paper that's, like, pretty far left, but it's they were also the ones who were, like, the, you know, Russia Gate will now go down in history as, like, the most ridiculous, like, overreach by the media ever. But now they've kind of changed their tune now that the Mueller report came out. And now, like, Following yesterday's testimony, they were like, literally the dude uh, from the New York Times, Mike Schmidt, was like, yeah, I mean, people are going to, you know, ask Democrats, A, why are, why did you ever like talk about this in the first place? And B, why are we still talking about it? And they're not going to have an answer. And like he, this dude uh, from The Intercept was saying that, like, first of all, the testimony yesterday was not as bad as people were making it seem, but also like the the things that are coming out, like he, like uh, journalists should use the Mueller report as like a guidepost to tell them what to look at. Yeah. Uh, they shouldn't just be like, well, it wasn't as big a deal as we thought it was. That was a it's flop. very conservative. We didn't and, even get to see his dumper on camera. Right. <laughs> Mueller specifically talked about the fact that he didn't, subpoena the president because he didn't want the thing to drag on for like years and so that just leaves it up to the media and congress to like keep pursuing this it shouldn't just Mm. be like a a situation where we're like well that was embarrassing we (laughs) better get just because the president said it was embarrassing um 
Yeah. I mean, the, even like people writing like, it was a flop. Right. That's not the point of that. <laughs> it's not yeah. a movie. But I guess that's you where we've idiots. been pulled into. Like, that's where the discourse is now because we have a president who speaks in those terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know. My right-leaning uh, friend from my high school uh, <laughs> chat thread chat group was like, uh, well, I wonder if Jack's going to admit he's wrong now. And it's like, there was literally nothing of substance that uh, correlated with what people on the right or people who are like claiming that this wasn't worth it uh, have been saying. All well, along. even like, well, I guess he's wrong. Wrong about what? Right. Yeah. The fucking report is true. That's truth. Right. That's factual. So what am I what, like in, yes. in this context? What are you wrong about? Yeah. Like, I'm confused. Because the same tired ass points on the right are like, oh, maybe he wasn't in control of the thing. Okay. Even let's play that out. So 12 angry Democrats, if the, if that's true, mm-hmm. there's nothing in there, nothing in the report that they've been able to disprove. Right. So, like, that's really, if you're really interested in about the truth of the matter, then the focus should be on what is in the report that is factually false. Yeah. And which, I don't, I don't hear any, I don't hear any debate around that. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, this, the last paragraph of this dude's article in The Intercept said, the Democratic-controlled House should pick up where Mueller left off, create a select investigative committee that consolidates all the House's inquiries into Trump and Russia. That would mirror the way Congress handled Watergate long before Congress began impeachment hearings in the House. A select Watergate committee was created in the Senate to investigate the scandal. Uh, so, yeah, it's like there are steps to move forward, to move this thing forward. Like this dude was talking about how that CNN report about how like Julian Assange was basically colluding with Russia the entire time. Uh, that came out last week should have been like a bombshell, but everyone's just like, well, we'll see if Mueller says anything cool, mm. but otherwise I think I think the story's over. Right. Um, I mean, I think if anything, still go forward because some action has to be taken, but you don't have to like make that the focal point of everything that yeah. your, your agenda is in power. Right. Just be like, yeah, of course we're fucking looking at that. But here's these other things too that are issues that voters are going to care about that we can still keep doing, mm-hmm. but maybe that's... I think when there's too much debate within the party about like what to do. Yeah. So you're left with like, do we? I don't know. <laughs> and then you got Jerry Nadler and Nancy Pelosi fighting like, great. Yeah. <laughs> Our grandparents are arguing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and while we were all mullering it up over on that side of things, uh, Trump was vetoing a congressional attempt to block the Saudi arms sale. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, to try and basically punish them for what is happening uh, in Yemen. And, you know, it's a horrifying human rights abuse that's taking place in you know, people were trying to get some sort of punishment in place, or at least like not rewarding the Saudi uh, role in in that war. And yeah, he said, "Fuck y'all." I mean, the whole thing is, you know, there there's so much shit on its face to be like, this is, uh. You know, we have a country that we've always had this really bizarre relationship with where it's like, okay, you let us, you know, park our shit in the Middle East and your spot, we'll give you some 
some fucking guns and some bombs and shit. You, you, like, there's this this really bizarre relationship where we'll never actually fully look at the actions of Saudi Arabia and be like, hold them accountable because there's a relationship there. Yeah. And then when you have all of these other things going on, like, obviously, the people that are dying in Yemen uh, using the arms that we are giving Saudi Arabia or some, depending on which human rights group you want to look at, um, and the just the actions of Mohammed bin Salman uh, in regards to the murder of Jamal uh, Khashoggi, there's like plenty there that I think even like even the most Trumpian loyal fucking people in the country, I don't even know what the fucking term is for these <laughs> right. Trump dumps. Trump loyalists. Trumpers. <laughs> Trumpers. Uh, that are like, yeah, 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 maybe this is not good. Yeah. Maybe we do need to think about who we give bang bangs to and how we, they use them <laughs> because that's our calling card. But again, if I think if the government cared that much, they'd, they'd have to put their focus on many other avenues. Mm. But I think in regards to this, it's just another extension, again, where there's there there was a moment to maybe do something right. And then here comes this veto where it's like, no, no, no. This is where we stand. This is where the United States position is. We're co-signing everything they're doing in Yemen. And we co-sign the murder of journalists. And we co-sign all the other human rights abuses. Uh, and in fact, we want to help them do that better. Mm. So right. you know, let's 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 keep the eight billion in arms moving. Uh, well, speaking of arms, uh, we have a new Secretary of Defense. Yay! <laughs> Finally, some good news. Yeah. Or is it? Um, Mark Esper. Yeah. Sexy name. I uh, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> Mark Esper. Esper. He's got good uh he's got good uh resume, you know? He's a Gulf War veteran. Boom. Mm. He's a former army secretary. Mm. Ex- out. Extensive experience in defense policy. What what? That's looks why good in camouflage. Looks great in camo. Yeah. Uh but. was an extra in The Rock. Was he? Yeah. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. And he that's why he was probably confirmed 90 to 8. Mm, Not wow. to mention that there hasn't been a fucking confirmed Secretary of Defense like eight thousand years, well, well, since Jim Mattis. But like, there was there's definitely a need to have that position filled. The problem is, for the eight people who voted nay, they were like, uh, right. I get all this other stuff. This guy was that is coming from his job, uh, his last job as the top lobbyist for Raytheon, um, <laughs> and now he's gonna be the person who's like. Yeah, who are we buying from? What kind of mm. deals do we want to make? Am I wow. going to show special, uh, make considerations for Raytheon? It's swampy. And yeah, that was the thing. Like even Elizabeth Warren, she pressed him uh, during his confirmation hearings about just saying like, will you pledge to recuse yourself from any decisions that would affect Raytheon mm. or business through dealings with Raytheon? He was like, why the fuck would I? Basically. Right. And he's Whoa. like, well, I haven't been told like by the ethics uh, people that I shouldn't. She's like... I understand what you've been told, but do you understand what that looks like? You have been lobbying on their behalf. Now you're in the fucking driver's seat. Oh, can shit. you can you guarantee us that you won't you won't have any kind of corrupt intent? He's like, ah, nah, I can't I can't promise that. Even Patrick Shanahan before him, she was like, asked him, "Will you recuse yourself from any uh, dealings with Boeing, the former company he used to lobby for?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, mm. right." But my man, Mister Swamp Thing Esper, was like, mm, "I don't think so." So now that's four cabinet heads that were former lobbyists uh, in this administration. Although, you know, I will, you have to look at how even Obama did it. He had people at Raytheon working in the Defense Department, too. So this is just sort of another indication of how things work. This is how things work. But at the same time, when you look at the people who voted no, like Elizabeth Warren, uh, Cory Booker, pretty much every person who's running for president, except for Bernie, he he didn't vote. 
that's sort of what they're signaling to people who might not be looking at this situation the same way and saying like, no, this is a problem. You see, yeah. we're, we're putting people in the positions of power who used to work on behalf of them and mm-hmm. selling this shit to the government. So, shit, you know, yeah. Shout out to the swamp. Shout out to all swamp <laughs> things out there. I mean, but that's the whole system is you go from, you know, public service to benefiting from that public service in some way financially to back to being an elected official, back to, you know, back and forth uh, between appointments and then, you know, enriching yourself from that. I mean, that's just, I'm not saying it's bad, baby. That's just the way you do business. That's just how this shit go. That's just, you know. Well, uh, I'm a little bit of an idiot, but how is it technically okay? Like, how does that fly with the ethics committee or is that what you said? I, yeah. I, I'm not sure what they gave him. I think because it was so broad, they're like, well, of course, like how could you in your work experience recuse yourself? I'm not sure what the, the laziness yeah. is, but I think just in general, I doubt those ethics lawyer actually even see that as a problem. We're like, what? No. Yeah. As long as like you don't work. It's like, well, if you still worked for Raytheon right, right. and oh, were yeah, sec, yeah. then maybe, but you don't work for them anymore. And who would think, you know, but that's just the merry-go-round of right. Capitol Hill politics. I don't see why Elizabeth Warren has to be so mean, man. That's no deal. Someone fucking apologized to him for her. Oh, or like really? Because of her, he said, I'm really sorry about Senator Warren's you wow. Know, uh, wow. behavior. She's trying to have a moment because she's running for president. Who said that? I forget. Some shit bag. I, what I mean, the fuck? I, I can tell you, but it doesn't even matter because it's the same shit over and over. Uh, specifically, it was Jim Einhoff. Yeah, the chairman of the Armed what Services Committee. Shit. He, was, he literally said, oh, no, no. So he apologized, and then Rick Scott then said, I guess she just needed a moment for her presidential campaign. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah, and that's their whole thing is they took all the people who were, like, questioning his background and his intent and how that l- looks bad mm-hmm. uh, was just everyone was saying, like, you know, they're just grandstanding. They're just grandstanding. It's like, mm. yeah, okay. That's, yeah. that's what we call uh, – Trying to hold people accountable, grandstanding. Yeah. And, I mean, for a reason why everybody on both sides should find this alarming, the whole, like, military-industrial complex thing, like, is right. is not good. Like, what if both sides are incentivized to build more weapons and, mm-hmm. like, you know, justify the building of more weapons and the building and the buildup of military, you know, just everything— uh, you know, that makes it so that it's always in the nation's interest to have like conflict somewhere, the threat of conflict somewhere. Yeah. Um, you can't sell bombs when there's peace. Right. So you can sell a lot of weed, though, I bet. Mm, and tacos. True. Yeah. You yeah. can weaponize that. weed. How about that? Oh, shit. You could if like a really bombs strong that dab. explode. Yeah. Or, yeah. Dab, poisonous dabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's talk about uh, what happened at the Turning Point <laughs> Student Action Summit. Oh, my God. It, did you see the photo? Yeah, I'm looking at it. I did not immediately see what was So yeah, Turning Point morning. Diaper World USA, Charlie Kirk's fucking favorite organization, they had a student summit right. where all the 
the loser kids you go to school with yeah. uh, who are like, well, I'm going to see the president talk. Like, can you imagine being in college right now and being like a Trumper college kid? Uh, mm. It sounds awful. There was a, a, a poll recently that said 80% of college students believe everything that's in the Mueller report. Oh, okay. Or believe like what's mm-hmm. implied by the Mueller report. Well done, So like that 20% students. are like, yeah, you guys are sheep. Anyway, let me put my red hat on and fucking goose step into this. Oh, and that reminds me, you got to be careful out there because a lot of the hidden Republicans mm-hmm. who like still want to like hook up with like, you know, the cool liberal girls, mm-hmm. they'll just say they're like moderate. Right. Yes. Or libertarian. Or yeah. libertarian, yeah. A fiscally conservative, socially racist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. So the, be careful. Yeah, right? Oh, because, God, I bet you could do a whole expose on, like, co- undercover conservatives who have yeah. to kind of pretend to be, like, progressive in order to have sex. So they can bang. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, at Turning Point, the president came to speak. I think that's when he said, I can do pretty much whatever I want to do. Like, <laughs> we gave that fucking line. Um, and he was standing in front of a presidential seal. Um, and But if you look closely, this was not the presidential seal of the president <laughs> of the United States. It was a fucking troll image. Um, and there are a few things that people were like, hold on. Are you guys looking at what the president is actually standing in front of? It's a two-headed eagle, mm-hmm. which... Uh, evokes the the seal of the Russian Federation, okay. which has a two-headed uh, bird on it, which is different. Also, uh, rather than the arrows that uh, that the eagle is clutching, it was golf clubs in one, cash in the other. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then instead funny. of e pluribus unum, which was like the like the Latin that's on the seal, it says 45 es un titere, or 45 is a puppet. In Spanish. Whoa. <laughs> and the uh. the scrambling from Turning Point is just so funny because it, first of all, these it's a joke organization mm-hmm. dealing with a joke administration. So, like, just the Keystone Cops of it all is just so funny. The way this went down when CNN was like, what happened? Their first thing is like, there was zero malicious intent, first of all. Um, we're sorry for the mix-up and meant no disrespect to the White House or the president or the advance team. Mm. The individual responsible, uh, a member of TPUSA's AV team, was let go in the wake of the incident. Wow. Mm -hmm. According to a source familiar with the event, the incident was just a terrible Google search mistake. TPUSA had event branding on the screens, but during a run-through ahead of Trump's remarks a few hours before the event, the team was told they had to change the branding to a presidential seal, prompting a search for a high-quality image. Quote, one of our video team members (laughs) did a Google image search for a high-res PNG file of the presidential seal. Um, adding that the individual, quote, did the search and with the pressure of the event, didn't notice that it was a doctored seal. Maybe do your work wow. ahead of time instead well, of uh, last minute. Exactly. The white, point. the white House just threw them under the bus. So they were like, if you want to know more, you're going to have to ask them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like was the actual, well, I mean, somewhere around that was the quote. God. And then another source that CNN talked to who knew like must be on the advance team or something basically says, Quote, ultimately, both TPUSA and the White House advance are at fault. TPUSA and their production crew were responsible for putting the wrong graphic up, but the advance office should have provided the official seal and or approved everything that was put out. Yeah. That's hmm. 100% true. <laughs> but well, Did they just... notice it while it was happening, or was it not noticed at all until everything was said and done? I don't know. I think I only saw it as like people like in a tweet or something or some. Like the press saw it. I don't know if it happened like in the middle of the fucking yeah. Thing. Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, regardless of how many people in the room noticed, Trump would be the last person yeah. to notice something <laughs> like that. Like he, he'd be like, oh, it looks better. Right. 
course I'm holding my eagle has two heads and I'm holding <laughs> golf clubs and oh hell yeah see they did it custom for me they, they get it. <laughs> right. I'm balling and I'm golfing baby they already know right. cash in one hand clubs in the other um and so the Hollywood Reporter just came out with uh Hollywood's top power players uh contributions to presidential campaigns so far uh but it was interesting so. Kamala Harris is number one, and it just like doesn't reflect what the overall makeup is of like who's leading in the polls. It's, Wait, what is this exactly? The so this power is power players. Yeah, so Hollywood Reporter puts out a uh, the Hollywood Reporter 100 list, which is the most powerful people in Hollywood, right? Essentially, like in the entertainment oh, industry. Oh, got it. So they went through that list and saw and checked for who has given money to which candidates. Got so it. Kamala Harris has received $73,000 from that list of oh, yeah. 100 people. You know, I actually greenlit hmm. hidden fences. So. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden's uh, in second place with 22000 So Kamala yeah, Harris is fucking crushing. Uh, wow. Yeah, but Joe Biden uh, in second. And then... Amy Klobuchar, Kristen Gillibrand, and Cory Booker coming in next at 10000 each. So that's kind of surprising because they're two big names that are kind of high up in the rankings that are uh, missing from that list, uh, which Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Uh, they have not, not a single member of that 100 most powerful list donated a single dollar to Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. Not even Whoa. a single dollar. Not a single dollar. Oh, because they didn't. Because they couldn't blow them out the water with huge donations. Because I, I think what you just can only... nothing, just nothing. I, I this... guess that speaks to like them being like, well, I need to be able to write this off. Yeah. So if I can only give, but I mean, you can only take no. I think I think what it speaks to cycle. is that anybody who is trying to. Like uh, upset socialize the system. it up too much. Yeah, socialize it up too much, or confront like the current power structures is going to be unpopular with the people who are uh, on top of the game. Right well, where's now. Andrew Yang on that? Uh, <laughs> did he make the list? He did not make the list. Damn. Uh, but yeah, I, that makes sense. I mean, I think <laughs> how predatory like the entertainment industry is. Like, yeah. if if suddenly like people got wise and like what's and what's going on over here? Mm. Right. How, does, how is this business structured? Yeah. How does that work? How do these deals work? Yeah, but hmm. so the the politics on screen may be uh, somewhat progressive, but they don't they don't want that progressive yep. shit. But where's uh, like touching their money? Where's mm-hmm. like spots one hundred and one to five hundred? Right. I wonder if that would change. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I'm it sure would. it would. Yeah, it yeah, would. because I think that makes sense. Like at the highest point, you want the people who are going to maintain the status quo. But it's I'm sure they're outnumbered. I wonder if they're outnumbered below that because you know mm-hmm. I think we just barely missed the list. I think Allison, you were mm-hmm. 101. Yep. Right. Jack was 102. <laughs> yes. I was around 150. I'm still kind of an outlier, but like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, Analyze that. <laughs> Was that Hollywood? Also, reporter. how do we get in that? How do we get on that list? <laughs> <laughs> Just be a billionaire who makes movies. Who uh, was number one? You on give that a list? lot of money to Kamala Harris. She wins the presidency, and then she uh, has a lot she of power. She makes you the Secretary you of list. Hollywood. Secretary of Weed. Yeah. That's right. Because her family's Jamaica. <laughs> mm, that's okay. true. Okay. Okay. Chill. Yeah. Chill. Chill. Uh, all right, we're gonna take another quick break. We'll be right back. 
And we're back. And Beyonce mm. is back in the news. Here we go. Uh, oh, What'd Beyonce. she do this time, guys? God damn you, Beyonce! <laughs> so there's a fucking video out that says for something called 22 Days Nutrition. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Beyonce's doing some kind of thing. The video, okay, so if you remember the Homecoming documentary about Beachella, one of the, like, one of the sequences specifically deals with her getting back in shape after having her children mm. and getting into peak Yonce fitness level so she can show people what stamina is. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, you see her physically change like over the course of the documentary. Like she just looks different right. from and the beginning to the end because sure. she's just had babies. Like it's. Mm. And yeah. she's like, I'm going on this. I'm doing plant based or whatever. If you're, was the scene where Jay Z acts super casual, was that in response to her saying, I fit in this yeah. thing now? Yeah. Okay. So in this clip, right, they show a lot of the Homecoming documentary mm. and sort of connect this, her new nutrition thing with like her, her, her transformation. And there's a moment where she's like, but I was working with, you know, Marco Borges, who was like my nutritionist. They do that same sequence. She's like, I fit in it. But they cut to a FaceTime thing of the the, the uh, nutritionist. And he's like so much more excited. Like, it's just, it was just funny that I was like, wait, that mm. I don't think that moment was in the documentary. Right. right? Yeah. I think it was only Jay-Z. Anyway, doesn't matter because this is where it comes in. This teaser basically takes that whole like transformation sequence and just serves it right back to the viewer in the phone. Monetizes of, it. You can now do this fucking too. Yeah. What? With Beyonce's 22 day nutrition plan. Yeah. And it's, I was kind of like, okay, what the, what kind of snake oil shit is this? Uh. It's actually, I don't know. I'm, I'm not full. I can't say I'm too suspicious of it because she's basically just selling a like meal planning guide, but to eat like healthy and more in a plant based diet. And I'm like, okay, so you're not like on some like try Beyonce meat, Beyonds <laughs> meat or whatever the fuck. Beyond Beyonds. Yeah, Beyonds. Um, like it's just very much like this is how you can eat vegan. Here's a meal plan. Mm. Um, it's relatively cheap. It's ninety nine dollars gets you a year of what? like the of the plan. So what it'll do is like you'll take a survey. You tell like what you like to eat, what you don't like. It'll then begin like telling you, okay, these are the kinds of dishes you would like. You can say how much time you have to cook. Oh, so it doesn't even like it doesn't give send you, the, you food? the food. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's just about like telling empowering you, you to, to be like, if you can stick to this, like this is how you can do it. This is these are foods you'll most likely like to make it easier for you to eat this diet. Um, and even like tells you uh, like recipes to cook based on like even the appliances you have in your kitchen. So it's wow. not like this thing that just assumes like, oh, you probably have a chef's kitchen with Viking range I mean, and that uh, prep is... staff. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, like you might not have this thing. OK, here's how you could do it with a microwave. Right. But like it's still allowing people to be like, yeah, if you want to eat healthier. Well, and you, eat, is no, it like an app? It's an like, app. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I think probably a website, too. Mm. But it's just purely information based on this of like um, like meal planning to just eat healthier. And she did have that thing, that initiative for going vegan, where it was right. like, if you like, if you sign up, you go to every Beyonce concert right. for life. So this Commit seems like to a eating very one day of the week uh, vegan. Yeah. Or whatever. Mm. Um, can you print it out for me? Because I, that's what I would need. Uh, yeah, you can print it out old. too. You can print um, it out. Look it on your iPad or your Google Glasses that you still remember have. that detail from Hillary Clinton's campaign, where like they, she had a whole like person whose job was just to print her emails out for her. Um, oh yeah, well. yeah. Isn't Trump the same way too? Yeah, probably. He hates just he old people. Things. Yeah, yeah, just old yeah. people. Give me shit. the paper version. <laughs> <laughs> Although I kind of like marking articles up. Yeah. Like if I have to really like 
analyze something it's right. it's kind of hard to do on computer it's not as effective even if you can technically it's just like not yeah like i'm good at like underlining right in the margin yeah. like fuck that right right that's how right, i right. grade papers <laughs> fuck that a lot oh no under, this intro paragraph shit bro <laughs> fuck this narn sense but yeah i mean this does seem like i mean first of all that price point is I thought it was going to be, I thought you were going to say $99 a month or something like that. $99 a year is pretty manageable. Yeah. But and I am confused about what you're buying. You're just you're, buying, you're buying advice? Yeah, basically. Like it, you're buying hmm. a nutritionist, an automated nutritionist. Like which, week to week it helps. So you. what it will do, they, mm. it is a, a meal planner, which offers members access to tools and foods that empower everyone to become their healthiest self through proper nutrition. Uh, and yeah, so it basically just gives you food recommendations as well as, then I think this is where you get the in-app purchases as well as access to a line of USDA organic non-GMO plant-based products. Mm. Hmm. Mm. But I think even then, if you want to do the DIY version, you just be like, all right, just give me the rest. Give me the Beyonce recipes. Right. And let me get snatched I mean, that's the thing. Like the opposite of this is like. Alex Jones doing like nutraceuticals or like whatever. Yeah, being like your brain like, will fucking come out your face. Yeah, <laughs> you just take one of these and you'll be as smart as me. You'll come wisdom. <laughs> Whoa, Alex. But you know this is this doesn't like promise to have the silver bullet. It's just like yeah, I mean it's still hard. Well, the silver but this bullet tells you what it is. The thing is, it's Beyonce's Jupiter levels of gravitational force that right. she has on people. <laughs> And using this is why I'm saying, God damn you, because it's like a genius way of like saying, remember that documentary? And you're yeah. like, damn, good on Beyonce. And now it's like, hi, mm. would you like to buy that experience? <laughs> and it's like, fuck, you already poisoned my mind. Remember oh, that man. really motivational, wholesome section? What if that was an infomercial? <laughs> yes. So still, you know, getting our capitalist on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean you know, I just never claim not to be. Capitalist. I feel like that should be free if you know if you really want to hey, help people yeah, go right? vegan. But I don't know. That's just me. I think what you, I, I totally. I think that's where it's hard for me. Like on one hand, I'm like I get what the uh, intent is. Yeah. At the same time, it's like you know, you got to make money. That's at yeah. that level. That's where I don't think anyone. I would be surprised if someone at this point was like using their outsized popularity to be like. You know what? This is free, mm. right? Because imagine how many people, if that shit were free, yeah, you'd have a. What I would do is just invest in some vegan shit. Yeah, have Beyonce yeah. give you the free meal plan, and you'll probably see a somewhat of a jump in sales from people being like, "Okay, I'm gonna do the Beyonce 22 uh, Beachella." Well, I mean, diet. think about how much money the president is losing just by being the president. How much he's sacrificing? Yeah, he he makes so much <laughs> money just like hand over fist. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good I make point. less right. money now. Right. Yeah. Play way yeah. more golf, though. Um, <laughs> you know, double-edged sword. Well, speaking of the president, Jeffrey Epstein was, I don't know, this, this story's a little bit confusing, but a local NBC station is reporting that he was found, uh, like, semi-conscious in his cell. And injured, uh, right? It right, was weird. With a neck injury, and they're treating it as a possible attempted suicide, possible uh, assault, and... the. Oh, they so they're they're leaving room to say it could it might be it might be this other. They're thing just too. like mm-hmm. not saying anything basically. Right. But the but that's uh, confirmed that that happened at least. Yes, okay. and the reporting is he's currently in, still in the uh, same like part of the prison, but he's on suicide watch. So mm. it, it makes sense that it was 
possibly a suicide thing, but this just makes me really extra uh, want to make sure that he is not allowed to kill himself or be yeah, murdered. Yeah, or be murdered in because, prison. Yeah, and have it look like he killed himself because when I was picturing what it looked like where he was being held, I was picturing like Magneto prison or like right. Hannibal Lecter's like uh, Plexi, plexiglass, <laughs> Plexi cell. like little goldfish bowl where you can see him from all angles. Uh, he's like in a prison cell with a hitman. Wait, he has a celly? Yes, he has a celly. <laughs> okay. uh, his name is Nicholas Tartaglione. Tar- Tartaglione, and he murdered four people. He was a former cop who murdered four people uh, in an alleged cocaine distribution conspiracy. Uh, so, oh, good. So, a corrupt cop who's a killed corrupt people cop in, in a prison cell with a guy who's connected to very powerful people. Who's this is a sitcom testi- I would watch? Yeah, whose testimony could potentially bring down so many elements of the entertainment industry, politics, and and really, yes, it's, his celly is that guy. It, why does he have a celly? Yeah, like, why are you treating him like a normal, like this dude? Can no, bring hey, down F- so many people, and if he either kills himself or uh, is killed, and it's made to look like a suicide, like that's going to look really fucking bad for everyone. Yeah, and like they like. It's weird how we're like actually concerned with the well-being of a sexual right. predator. Yeah, because I, you just for also, a minute, just yeah, for a sec. Well, because yeah. it's just like, please, we need Jeffrey Epstein to fully, uh, you know. What's unobscure? I guess make make clear, clarify, mm. bring clarity to this web of sexual predators and pedophiles that were that he was palling around with, mm-hmm. right? Um, and yeah, now we're like, now I'm like, how is he? How does he have a cellmate? Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he has a cellmate, and like they're supposedly like treating it like they are complaining because there's like rats and like the food is terrible and shit like that. Him and uh, Tartaglioni are were both like complaining together because people were asking if maybe his celly was like assaulted him, and the celly's uh, lawyers are like they get along great. Are you kidding me? They they love each mm-hmm. other. They were just complaining together about uh, which is a weird flex on their part, but uh, yeah, they, they were, were just complaining together about how <laughs> right. bad it is in there. Flooding, rodents, and bad food, uh, which. I mean, yeah, at the very least. Nobody has ever deserved that more than Jeffrey Epstein, Mm -hmm. but I don't want him dead. We need need to keep him alive for as long as we can get information out of him. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, keep him. I'm sure the... uh the internet is a flutter with conspiracy theories at yeah. this point of like, it's the Clintons. Yeah. It's Clintons. Yeah. It's oh, Clintons. God. Clintons. Yeah. I mean. Fucking Clintons, man. Uh, also, like, if <laughs> if you were <laughs> someone what? on Say Suicide what? Watch, like, did, are they normally left alone or do they have a celly to be like, maybe this murder will cheer you up? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I'm not sure what the logic is there. I'm assuming he's no longer with his celly right now that he's on suicide now that he's watch. on suicide watch right yeah now his celly is a uh, rope man right <laughs> right, right rope man mcknife hands <laughs> we'll see loves what to happens give hugs. Yeah, yeah loves to hug <laughs> uh it's just a big boa constrictor <laughs> don't fall asleep jeff all right let's talk about sylvester stallone <laughs> uh, finally yeah yeah <laughs> hey you know 
Don't I got rice. Hey, don't I got rice? Hey, hey, you know. I got freaking rice, you know. Miles' five-word impression. Only can say, don't I got rights. I don't think I could do anything else. You can say the hell out of that phrase. Yeah. Uh, but he's, uh, he yeah. wants to reboot Rocky. Again? Somehow. <laughs> like, he, he did that. Right. Like, Creed was a great movie, and, you know, Creed 2, I haven't seen, but... Creed 2, Electric Boogaloo, yeah, it was pretty good. But he's like 73 he was, years old. The last thing we saw. Wow, he was, really? Yeah, he's 73. There's no way that... I mean, the the point of a Rocky movie is that Rocky fights at the end of the Rocky movie. Yeah, but now he's fighting against osteoporosis. Right. <laughs> and so that'll Just be really tight. a lot of calcium. Yeah, I mean, so in this one... Uh, they said so. He did an interview with uh, interview recently where he talked about a lot of things. Mm. Uh, but when they talked about a sequel, Stallone says, "There's a good chance that Rocky may ride again." <laughs> he then goes on to divulge the plot of the sequel, which involves now get this shit: Rocky quote befriending a young street fighter living in the U.S. illegally. What? what? You know, Rocky means a young angry person who has stuck in this country when he person. when he comes to see his sister. He takes him into his life, and an unbelievable adventure begins. And they wind up south of the border. It's very, very timely. What oh, the God. fuck Whoa. is this? I mean, white fight savior? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> 73-year-old Rocky is, like, running around on, like, border-crossing adventures. Immigration I can't advocate. He's 73. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He oh looks amazing, right? Does he? I don't she, even know. Well, look, I mean, if you pump yourself up with enough HGH or whatever yeah. the fuck else. I'm, I'm looking him up right now. It's a fountain of youth. like a melting novelty candle. The, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I mean, I can only guess. He's like, yeah, you know, he's going to be Mexican, you know? I mean, he has, so he had the perfect oh, wow. mind for the 80s because like, so the idea of Rocky going to Russia to win the Cold War was just the right amount of cheesiness for the 80s but right. now like it's like too on the nose it's aggressive we're over yeah. it yeah. yeah it's just it doesn't it doesn't work for the modern world yeah you know he's gonna go to mexico and fight the me too mafia you know? <laughs> right? yeah exactly. knock him out like what the, the me right. what you know all the fentanyl will bring it in right I mean, the, the me too stuff you know so you're gonna fight him like okay, the other thing is though he wants to do a TV prequel series. This guy's trying to bite the whole fucking apple, right? Wow. And but this is where he was like, I but I can't do that because a he doesn't even own the intellectual property rights to to anything having to do with Rocky. What he was fucking hoodwinked out of his IP rights to to Rocky. He fucking wrote, he created Rocky, right? Oh my right. God. The fucking writer of it. That's a pretty common thing, actually. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, he wrote it when he was a nobody in Hollywood and, like, right. sold it to the uh, studio. Like, the studio didn't even want him to be the person in it, and he, like, had to basically put his foot down and be like, look, you can have the intellectual property. Just let me... Look, just let me fight, you know? Let me look tough. Mm. But I think, yeah, I think the the producer who does have the rights, Erwin Winkler... Like has a good relationship with Sylvester Stallone, so he's the one who's always been mm. like, okay, like yeah, let's do another one. Eh, maybe not this prequel thing, but also you know I'm like a got old guy meeting a young angry kid fighter is also Creed, right? Yeah, so, it's like gotta get a little yeah, more but maybe but you know Mexican this time. Yes, it's you know, different. I hear they come out and see the movies. <laughs> uh, the. <laughs> 
Rocky is uh, also based on, like, so Stallone went and saw this fight where a guy named Chuck Wepner basically, like, made it to the last round with Muhammad Ali. And so Rocky's essentially a true story, and Sylvester Stallone just, like, never gave this guy credit. And, like, mm-hmm. at first he was like, yeah, it's based on Chuck Wepner. And then people were like, shh, shh, shh that's <laughs> not. And he was like, it's not based on anyone. It's Rocky. Uh, so, yeah, kind of fucked up. Uh, Chuck Wepner, like, signs uh, boxing gloves in, like, a, you know, one-bedroom house for a living these days. Oh, man, really? Yeah. And yeah. it, uh, one bedroom house sounds pretty nice. <laughs> there you go, one bedroom. That. Yeah, it's actually beautiful. It's like a Santa Monica bungalow. It's really. <laughs> it's like on one of those streets right off Ocean. That's like kind of those preserved areas, uh, right? Um, it's just appraised nice. for two point three million dollars, actually. <laughs> and let's talk about Casey Affleck real quick. Okay. Uh, fine. Yeah. yeah. So he's got a movie coming out in August called "Light of My Life," mm. is what it's called. So. Casey Affleck has Which sounds a, like something a shitty husband says in an apology card. Of course. <laughs> the, yes. To the light of my life. Yes. Okay. Um, so but, this is an apology film? So this is a movie mm-hmm. uh, in which all women are dead. Yeah. Except for <laughs> a his A perfect daughter. world, you mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so just to, in case you forgot, during- the making of I'm Still Here, which is was a fake documentary about Joaquin Phoenix growing a beard or something. And then rapping and yeah, then, like, and then a rapping. bunch of coke. <laughs> uh, anyways, Affleck routinely referred to women as cows, uh, assaulted a woman when she wouldn't share a hotel room with him, and uh, straight up showed up in a woman's bed one night. What? Uh, un- I didn't know that part. Uninvited. Uh, yeah, so... You know, he didn't go to the Oscars last year because his publicist said that's a no-win situation for Casey. He's just okay. A- I'm sorry. No, in what situation is he supposed to win? Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a no-win for him. Yes. <laughs> that's such a weird way of saying that. Of like, uh, clearly, my client is in some shit right now, mm-hmm. and it's probably better he keeps his ass home. Yeah. Rather than no, he won't win, and they won't win. It's just no one's gonna win. So uh, he has taken full responsibility for his actions by uh, saying things like, the buck had to stop at me as one of the producers that contributed to an unprofessional environment. So water under the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He should not have, quote, tolerated. Yeah. Shouldn't have tolerated that kind of behavior from other people. So, I mean, but yeah, his he's totally owning up to it. Anyways, this new movie is all about uh, a world where women uh, all died from a female-targeted plague, uh, and the female-targeted plague is not played by Casey Affleck. It's just a <laughs> just an illness that Sick has taken out device. all the women, mm. um, and he has a daughter, so he's like trying to survive the post-apocalypse with his daughter. Wait, so every woman is alive except his daughter, or dead except his daughter? Except his daughter. And so. Oh, wow. Yeah, because as the father of a daughter, uh, I really understand uh, how how women must be feeling at this moment. Uh, No. That's literally the, the, the deal, though. Right. It's like, as as a father of a daughter, like, I'm shepherding her through this, like, fucked world. Yeah. 
Yeah. That I'm contributing to. But anyway, right. that I created, like literally, <laughs> as I wrote the script. <laughs> um, people immediately pointed out the connection and, you know, the idea that maybe this is some wish fulfillment where uh, he gets to just be a bro. Um, and not have to worry about, like, <laughs> women. women. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The survival of the species. I'm just so confused. Like, does it say what the plot is exactly? Like, other than the fact that all the women are dead? It looks very much like The Road. It looks like he read The Road and <sighs> saw Children of Men in the same week and was yeah. like, And also oh, saw his mentions. And, saw, yeah. and then saw his mentions. Uh, he says he wrote it before, uh, quote, those things became part of the conversation, end quote. Those things. Uh, <laughs> but he still decided to make it. And uh, it's apparently getting good reviews based on the trailer. Huh. So. Interesting. I mean, it maybe the, the script could be good. It's just like, why is he in it? Right. Like, what? That's that's the part where they completely fucked up. That's He's like, well, it's my up. story, so I got to be in it. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. And then his brother, in the, the same week, this past week, uh, it was announced that he is finally reuniting uh, with Matt Damon for the first movie with the two of them in it uh, in a long time. Uh, this new movie is called The Last Duel, and it's about two friends who duel to the death because one of them raped the other one's wife. Whoa. So it's a <sighs> movie about rape in which the focus is the two male stars of Dogma. Um <laughs> And it's like takes place in France, right? It's like a yeah. Period so this is piece. actually ah. like a crazy story. Uh, like you can actually watch. It's not a story about like some shit that went down in Simi Valley, right? No, you can watch <laughs> the video of this duel that took place in the sixties. Oh, it was in two, the sixties. Yeah, it was like oh, my. oh, it's based on a real thing. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. based on a real thing where these two dudes. So not problematic. Dueled, <laughs> I think, to the death um, with swords and it with was like, swords. Yeah. Yeah. It oh, was, right. wow. It was with, uh, <laughs> and like, Fuck, it was I kind of want to watch this now. Yeah. Well, why do we need gruesome. to see them? Just like, look at the, like, look at the footage of two of the men actually fighting Killing each other, each other with, swords. with swords. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it was like, basically one of them comes back from war and the other one's wife is like, that dude raped me, like your best friend. And then he's like, uh, he brings it to the head of the country. Like, it gets brought further and further up in the court, and the king of France gives them the decision that the two men should fight a duel to the death. And that's what happens. What year is this supposed to take it's place? Like, it's the king, 60s. But is there, sure, there wasn't a king of France in the 60s, though. That's probably at the beginning of when men gave a shit if... That's like the start of giving a shit if a woman gets raped. Right. Right. Yeah. But then it was still like... Yeah, but y'all got a sword fight. Yeah. Like, still solving like, it the most toxic yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, but fight, fight with these fucking swords, though. It's also just, like, an easy solution. But what it's if like, the rapist wins? Then that's what it was meant to be, bro. I don't make the rules. I'm the king of fucking France. <laughs> yeah, you do. You just made this up. Yeah, but I'm saying that would be sick if we videoed it. <laughs> right. Wait, what? Um, Yeah, it's pretty wild. Anyways, uh, so... Keep your eye out for those blockbusters. For those two <laughs> movies coming out soon. Wow. I hope it's a double feature at yeah. every movie theater. <laughs> I mean, the trailer for the one, The Children of Men, uh, the road ripoff, looks 
watchable. Um, it's yeah, if you just, take out the context yeah, if you around just it. take out the context, exactly. Um, I'm, here, I'm here for the art, man, not the artist. <laughs> right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> big, I think, big case, And man. it's scored by an R. Kelly uh, oh. soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Allison, it's been a pleasure having you, as always. Thank you so much. I uh, where can people find you? At Just About Glad on everything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, actually, yeah. Hold on. Let me open it up. I took a picture of it. I don't know. You might not agree, but I think this is a good. This is from at pant underscore leg. And <laughs> go on. They write, IDK, who needs to hear this, but Crocs are sexual. They are a sexual shoe. Hmm. Which hmm. <laughs> I guess yeah. I could see that. <laughs> there is something about a Croc that's sexual. Definitely more than Tevas. Oh, no. Tevas, tevas are, are anti-sex. Yeah. Tevas Asexual. are the They're, end of sex. They make me wear another pair of panties. Right. <laughs> like the opposite of a panty dropper. Right. Yeah. yeah. Miles, where can people find you? Oh, man. Uh, these days, if I'm not under the Tuscan sun, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Grey. And you can find my musings about the beautiful country that is Italy. Uh, yeah, go there. If uh, you want to know about a tweet I like, um, there's a I couple. I do actually. I'm okay, good. Let's it. let's do one of these. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one is from Reductress, and it just says four activities to do with your friend who's only available because her boyfriend is out of town. <laughs> uh, and yeah, as anybody who's booed up knows, that's Ooh. very relatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, 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 we only hang when you, when fucking your significant other is out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Saturdays are for the boys. You know what I mean? <laughs> Saturdays <laughs> are for, for the, the boys. boys. <laughs> what is that from? It's, I don't know. Toxic, toxic culture. masculinity. <laughs> the uh, movie. There was a hat that like uh, I, I saw like that, and someone asked me, I was like, oh, that's funny. I'm like, no, no, no. You, that person is probably a scumbag. Right. <laughs> if you're like walking around parading with Saturdays Saturday are for the boys. Saturday is for But the I could boys. wear that hat, and it'd be chill. Yeah, well, fuck yeah. Yeah. Because I think I want that hat. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> you know, I do need exactly that hat desperately. <laughs> Uh, official top tweeted imitating Christ by inviting my friends to dinner so I can accuse them of betraying me. <laughs> and uh, haters, average Joe jazz in my pants tweeted Peter Pan. So we meet again, Captain Hook. Captain Hook. Well, well, well. Wait, you guys call me Hook? <laughs> Peter Pan. Yeah, Captain Hook because of the hand. <laughs> Peter Pan. I'm sorry, Captain Hook. Wow, okay. Hey, my dad's dead, too. Why don't you call me Captain Dead Dad? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then Andrew Noid Weber tweeted, Batman fighting his way through dozens of prison guards to stop Epstein from testifying about billionaire pedophile Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what are we riding into the weekend on? Oh, man, another track from Ila Bamba, because I dig everything she does. Uh, And this track, again, Toe Tapper. Mm. Uh, It will put honey or miel in your hips. Also, shout out to... Yeah. Or no, that's in, or Miel is in French, actually. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so international sometimes, I forget my words. 
Uh, this track is called Bruja de Brujas. Uh, and as we know in Spanish, it means Bruja of Brujas. Right. Um, or Witch of Witches. And yeah, it's, it's, oh man, it's it's so good. Also, I forgot to say, shout out to fucking Puerto Rico for holding it down. Y'all yeah. took the streets and now fucking Rosello is out of there. I know you're really also not happy with who's about to come in, but yo, thank you for showing people what happens when you get, you know, enough people out in the streets and pulling up in physical space. What would it take for America to get, like, Netflix no- to go down? Mm. Yeah. If, oh, like, yeah. Netflix do went down... It would have to deal with people not having their fucking opium to just subdue their, like, outrage. You know what right. I mean? It's like, if weed ran out, and Netflix, and fast food, and alcohol, yeah. and alcohol yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, that would be bad. That's how we unite the five kingdoms. But then we'd be, <laughs> we'd be protesting to put, like, tents in the office. Yeah, well, look, that's one step at a time, man. Okay. You know? First we gotta first we gotta get all the fast food places to cool us down long enough. The Daily Zeitgeist <laughs> is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. Uh, that's gonna do it for this week. We will be back on Monday with episode 93. Talk to you guys then. Have season a great 93. weekend. With season 93. Talk to you guys <laughs> then. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.